0: Time of the day it is. This is E Ray, aka Gilgamesh Triple Seven. I'm here with the uh, Miss Lovely, Imani Harris, um, founder, the creative person for uh, Pish Posh, which is a uh, uh, what what how are you describing this? this is a uh, urban line. Uh,
1: I think... I used to say it's the hand-painted clothes, but I think it's all things creative now because I do so much. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. So, um, what I want to first kind of start off, what I usually do, is I want to get some kind of background information about about yourself and, like, you know, I know you're an A&T uh, grad. So, can you just mm-hmm. give us a little background about, about right. yourself?
1: So, I'm from Philly. Um,
0: was raised there.
1: I only came down to... Uh, Greensboro for school um, and again I went to a and I got recruited to run track so you know here on track scholarship ran track for like two three years then I started the brand which is called Pish Posh okay. and then I was like had to make a decision because it was a lot of time being put in both, so I had to make a decision on what I would do. So I decided to give up my scholarship and do kind of pitch posh full time, still while being a student. So,
0: okay. So, so with that, you're kind of saying that like you kind of put yourself through school with your uh, pitch posh brand.
1: Yeah, I think so, kinda.
0: <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let me kind of just know about your um your how do how what brought you into this venture into clothing and apparel what made you um imani say look i want to i want to get into fashion
1: um growing up like i wouldn't i can't go to my mom and be like hey can i get this out the store so it was kind of like i would, i start thrifting a lot with the best friend of mine and amy um We just used to thrift all the time, and then I would just buy some, like, spray paint or Walmart paint and then, like, change it up. Like, the first pair of shoes I think I customized was a pair of platform Reeboks we found in a thrift store. And, yeah, then it got to Dr. Martin's just doing forces and stuff. So, I've always kind of, like, been, like, painting on my clothing to make it kind of new. Like, I have this one pair of boots. I throw them off I wish I never did, but I used to change the color to them, like, every other day, (laughs) like, to match different outfits. Outfits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, I think we all, I I know people try to say crazy stuff about about me, because I'll switch out my hat. If I got a burgundy hat, I got to find a burgundy shirt or some rocks and burgundy shoes or something to go with it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I like that. And then, um, I kind of talked about, like, what do you classify your style as? Um...
1: Streetwear. streetwear, but then it's like I like wearing hilt, yeah. I got yeah, more streetwear,
0: like,
2: more
0: streetwear that's what the brand more is. Um, but my style, yeah, I like wearing it with like, a I like being like, um, walk into the room, spotlight, okay, I'm like, okay, you <laughs> know Like <laughs> <laughs> i on them, I feel you, yeah, that's that's you straight, uh, you know, you snatching on them, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, that's that's cool, um, but like when we talk about that and uh, you know your style and everything like that like urban wear um, like isn't do you think that there is a place for you know what I'm saying just being regular wear because you know what I'm saying, I know a lot of people we talk about the crossover and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and then you know people coming into our communities and seeing our seeing the way we rock stuff and things of that nature you know what I'm saying then it becomes something different right but you know what I'm saying so like for me i wouldn't i wouldn't classify yourself as urban where I classify yourself as just a fashion thing yeah you know
1: what I'm you i just... know yeah it's crazy because when i did start it was more Afrocentric wear art mm-hmm. and then um i've since my startup i've met a lot of like people who have like guided me the right way so okay. one was a friend of mine named um kendrick uh he was on the track team and he had his own business as well too um it's called a Little Burn Box and he was just telling me like if you really want to be like so you gotta open up like your marketing to like all like um ethnic backgrounds and stuff. So I wasn't just strictly doing just the pro black stuff. I started really getting into more detailed work that everybody could relate to.
0: And everybody can appreciate yeah. it or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, and I, and for me coming in and you know, I'm saying maybe a little older and I'm looking at you younger people um, doing your thing. Y'all inspiring me because y'all, y'all, I mean, y'all unapologetic with it. Y'all, y'all coming straight, you know what I'm <laughs> no,
1: saying? No, yeah, it's just, I love being on social media, even though people say, oh, people be on ask too much. I just love, because I make sure I follow all the people that's just really moving, like, and I, it's, it's just so amazing that you can actually see it now on social media, how many people are just starting a business, like high schools I've met. This past year, so many high schoolers and I'm just like, wow, I wish I started in high school, School. not in college because I was paying them, but I wasn't selling my works. But just yesterday I met this girl named Destiny and she's like customizing sneakers. She's only 17. Like, She gifted me like a pair of like bands and stuff. And it was just so dope, like to see her at that age. And like even my upcoming show this weekend, I have like two designers on it and they're both 19.
0: And then they'd be,
1: like, really going hard with it. And I'm like,
0: dang, I wish I would have done that sooner at like your age. Yeah, and that's cool. Because, like, even, like, when I when I first met you, maybe, like, you know what I'm saying, when I reached out to you, was at a pop-up. Mm-hmm. And there, it seemed to me like the, they're coming more and more readily available to people. And uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm looking into doing is making it where, even, even though we have social media and you have followers and whatnot... How can we make it more available to everybody? So like you can get it popping. Like you do a pop up here, mm-hmm. people in New York can know that you're doing a pop up. True. You know, yeah. and and that's what I kind of want to get And, it. Like even when I went there too, and like you talk about the youth, there was a 16 year old cat there that was he had like it was called Plug Love, mm-hmm. and I was feeling I was like, yeah, that's real nice. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What he doing? So like I said, like the whole movement and everything that was really cool. And then um, so you know we kind of talked about classifying your style. We talked about some of the things uh, about, you know, what is what inspired you. But I want to get into like people who may have inspired you. As far as like, I know you talked about the guy da- um, Damon John Damon yeah mm-hmm. doing the yeah. cross color and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what did he do to inspire you and inspire Pish Posh?
1: Okay, so I love Fubu. Okay. Damon is um, the creator of Fubu. Um, I had opportunity of meeting him and actually pitching my brand to him and like like I just loved his vibe and I also before after pitching to him he had a um, speech at ANT um where he just did this two hour just time lapse from his beginning of starting up wanting to do it sewing with his mom like hats how he went out on the corner like getting it to like people selling them like making sure he was in front of stores just selling it in New York and then how he made sure he was kind of like stalking L Cool J to yeah. get him to wear it, and then once LL wore then everybody in the music industry started wearing it, he shot it out in the song, and I just like, I was so like inspired on like how motivated he was on making sure he got, like, he didn't I well, he didn't stop so early as far as like getting another company to come in, the or anything, right. he just made sure he was just up every day, like making sure he was it to him and stuff. So he was just, basically he was on his grind. Mm -hmm. And even now to this day, he has just so many different things that he's doing. And I've seen that a post that FUBU is relaunching, but they dropped like a capsule collection like Urban Outfitters like a year or two ago. Um, And it's just amazing. Like he's doing so much more and you know, he's on Shark Tank investing in so many different things. Like his network just keep going up.
0: (laughs) I want to apologize to David too because I said cross color. I should have said FUBU. I don't Mm know what my mind was. So hey look, (laughs) it yeah. <laughs> I'm straight out for that, though. But um, like you said, he did inspire you. And then, at what point did you know? And then, if you can kind of tell us, what does "pish posh" mean, and what does it mean to you? And at what point do you feel like you're going to be a, you're going to be in the future or now, where you're going to, you know, be that Damon to someone else? Mm-hmm. I don't
1: even think it's in the future. I'm trying to, like, really be that now. Like, it's so important to me. Because, like, yeah, I want to be a designer. But, like, and stuff. people could wear myself. But I just want to leave vibes with people. So it's definitely connecting people, okay. inspiring people, mentoring people. Like, that's what I'm big on right now. Because, like, I want when people to Google me. Like, it says humanitarian. Like, because that's a lot of stuff I want to do. Like, just helping the community, especially, like, black all different types of people, not just artists, designers and stuff like that, just kept connecting people, like so many people come by, like, my house all the time just to just get, like just wisdom or, like, just different things on how to build their brand and i help them, because I'm really good at marketing and, like, branding, like, I literally, like when I did start, I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew the exact ways to, like, maneuver it to make it as big as it is today, like, from when I started up, i I just be looking at it back, like wow, like I was very antisocial when I was on track team, just hanging with athletes. I was not because up, being up north, Philly is like you don't really how AT was. You just walk around smiling people. That
0: was not me. Like I'm like, well, I, I think it's. You. I, I kind of think it's like a sudden thing because like, I'm from the bay originally. Mm-hmm. I'm from Frisco, so like when I moved to the south, I moved to Mississippi and the Gulf Coast. And, like, people wave at us, and I was like, Mom, you know them? And she was like, Yeah, no, this is a, this yeah right. It's
1: theology. so funny. Yeah. I just had to adjust to that, but it's been good. And since I did start being open to people and network and really pushing it, it did become where is that now? And, like, now I'm, like, just doing it full time. Like, and yeah. then that's another thing. I studied law in school, so I wanted to be a lawyer like, debating and stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but now it's just, like, I'm just traveling meeting different people. And it's, it's just, it's, it really is, like, a good thing. Because, like, besides, and that's why I try to tell people a lot as well, besides, like, being able to make money with doing it, I really just, like, Jamie, dude, I don't have to make money to want to, like, be a creative or just want to work with other people and helping them, like, build up their dreams and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And that, and that right there that's the energy I love. And Mm -hmm. when I talked to you and you were like really open, even to do the podcast with me, you were really open about it and and whatnot. And I was just like, man, that's really cool. And that's why that's what we, we need more of. And like, you kind of touched on some other stuff too. I was like, you know, it kind of reminded me of the, of the late Nipsey Hussle, Mm -hmm.
2: you know,
0: like you're saying, you know, you want to help other people. And that's kind of why I I liked his movement. I love this movement. You know what I'm saying, and I th- I feel like you you Nipsey seeing it out here in North Carolina <laughs> for us on no, this yes. East Coast. It's, it's funny because uh, I guess I
1: we everybody came more together because of Nipsey Pants, but I didn't know he did so much. But a person who motivated me like to be that person of just being in the community, making sure everybody's like connecting, like just doing more for people was like my mom because she's just a loving person, and then Tupac like. Okay. I used to be in my room all day, listen to changes, like just all his like interviews of just talking about like being like the voice of the people and just connecting everybody like and stuff. So, yeah, like even if it's not just business oriented, like just connecting people like on different things that we need in community, like mental health, just bring awareness. I meet so many people in there like always telling me these stories and I just be like, wow, I want to help you get whatever like through whatever. That you're going through, like,
0: so, yeah. So, that's super cool. So, not only are you a business, you know what I'm saying? You got the business, you got the fashion, you know what I'm saying? You're also, you know, pretty much a philanthropist at mm-hmm. this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're doing your thing.
1: Getting there. I <laughs> got to feel like I got to do some more work. Like, yeah, I'm working right now. It's like, I've had a lot of events back to back in to like past two weeks, but I need to be out there more, like, hands-on, like, really doing more. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. All
0: right, what, what, what kind of things do you... You know what I'm saying? Because that's really strong coming from someone in your position to saying that, like, you know, because, I mean, we, we can get kind of caught up in the grind of trying to get money. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Everybody out here be, need to be out here on the grind. But, you know what I'm saying? That, that's really cool that you're saying that you want to go out and help people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, how, how, do you, how are you figuring that in a time frame or, you know, schedule? It's kind, kind of complicated. Busy.
1: But I'm going to try- make it fit. Like yeah. that's how I was during undergrad. Like I'd be like, "Dang, how'm I gonna get this done and this done?" But it's like just putting in that time, like lose sleep. Um, an idea I came up with with one of my shame shits is when I was in high school, I got my dress from AliExpress, like China, okay. like I couldn't afford to, you know, go to a designer in the city or whatever, and be all bedazzled out. So I really just was like on a budget and. I'm, prom is like a meaningful pe- thing to people So like what well, we came up with this idea last week Is like we're going to do like a prom giveaway of Like making some dresses And like giving it to certain people who can't Afford
0: it like That's super dope yeah. I mean like look I can't even be mad at you like mm-hmm. I said I, I, love, I love the energy that you got You know and everything And I just like you know said As far as right now what I want to do Because you know I'm saying all right, already think you're such a great person mm-hmm. I want to Actually, I want people to kind of see what you have available and stuff like that. You want I left everything else left everything I totally <laughs> uh,
1: But it's okay. I mean, I can tell them. Yeah, go the ahead. Website, tell so the website out. is pishpashapparel at gmail.com. No, I'm not at Gmail. PishPoshApparel.com and then my Instagram is at the Pitch Girl, and it's also PishPoshApparel. I have two Instagrams that I'm running right now. Um, and yeah, it's growing. I'm, I've been catering to the girls a lot, but I'm trying to get to plus size and the guys. Because the guys be like, we want PishPosh, but you're not making no guys stuff. So, hey. I'm trying to get <laughs> hands on with the guys. After this show, I'm like strictly dedicating a month to just creating
0: menswear. Because, you look, you gotta like you gotta look like the NFL Offensive mm-hmm. line right here with me and my man's And i No, right here. yeah. I'm, try- I'm, <laughs> and I'm, like, and
1: I'm, I'm trying to feel like cop you know, but they do be and I be feeling bad. People be like, Do you have this in the bigger side? i be like, Dang, I did think I don't know. I'm so, i am just be I. f I'd be feeling bad. Like, dang, I'm gonna I mean, focus more on making sure I'm catering to everybody.
0: But but see that's what with me, like I I'm not on anywhere on level with you doing. I'm just trying to like get my brain out there too, mm-hmm. with the line in a circle. And I know I'm a big dude. And uh, but most of the people who want to get some of my stuff, they like smaller. Like, man, that's too smaller.
1: Big. Oh, yeah, cause <laughs> that's so funny.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, my art and stuff too. And then, like, I did like a jacket. I did a couple of jackets, and then I did one, and I was, I was selling the one guy, and then he was like, "Well, man, it's just a little too big for me the jacket, but mm-hmm. I, I love it. I want something else done." So, yeah, that's real cool. But you know, you kind of skipped over something. To, but you know, because I, I kind of talk a little bit. Too more sometimes, but mm-hmm. I, I really want people to know what is pish posh and, and where did you come up with that name?
1: The name was given to me. Okay. Uh, uh a old best friend of mine. Okay. She gave me the name. She was like, "Come out with the brand called Pish Posh." And I just can recount on like how that happened. We was in the poppy store in my old neighborhood, and you know, mm-hmm. I was getting a big and cheese sandwich, and I had like a shirt on that I had painted up. Greg okay. Regular, just making stuff for myself and she's like, you should come out with clothing it looks pish posh. like, call it pish-posh, and I didn't do it right away, probably, like, a month or two later, mm-hmm. but, yeah, and I just went with the name she gave me, because I didn't sit down and really plan out, and that's another thing, you know, most people, they just procrastinate and stall starting a business, just do it, like, I didn't have a business plan, I'm just like, oh, so I'm about to go to the trouble. store, whip some shirts and I'm about to start selling them like that's just really just how it went and I started out with t-shirts and I think that's pretty fine you know a lot of fashion designers try to come at people if you start out with like t-shirts and stuff but I started out with t-shirts and now I'm making everything like and I think it's kind of fine it goes back to just not having like you don't have to have all this money in your bank account or investor right away. Like, literally just work what you have and make it work. Like, people gonna support either way. And that goes back to people gonna support just so you want know, a creative aspect and just off the vibes you give. Like, some people may not even want that specific do- design that I may have at my pop up shop that day, but they just, like, I just wanna buy it because I just wanna support you because you just so like
0: it. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you definitely have a great personality. And uh like, is you've been really great. Um, Thank you. I don't even know, like, I mean, like I said I talk to my people all the time. Like, I be telling, I be letting them know. I like, hey, I want to, I want to invoke black excellence. I want to talk to people who are doing things and pushing the culture forward. You know, what I'm saying, putting a light on people that look like me and you. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying, right. walk like me and you. You know, and and it, and like you said, we want to cross over. You want to make or be universal to everybody, mm-hmm. but I feel a lot of times we need to, you know, shed a light on on us and like let somebody that look like us. They like, man, I'm in a similar story of her. I, mm-hmm. I go thrifting too. You know what I'm saying? I like being creative. You know, putting my own on it. You know, what I'm saying you you wanna inspire that person, and that's and that's so that's so grand and so great. That I don't even think you see it, but I see it. In, no,
1: I think I do kind of, you know? I get a lot of DMs from people, a lot, yeah. and I try to, I'm bad with, like, communicating, because I be working so much, but yeah. when I do that, she sit down at night, and I'm going, I respond to people and stuff, and just kind of motivate them even more, and that's why I do, people probably be like, she posts so much,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I'm always trying to give people more inspiration every day that you're waking up, like, um, even if I'm not posting about what I'm doing at the moment, I'm going to post, like, maybe, um, a quote or something that I came across just to spread light, and a lot of people just like, "Oh, I needed this today," like,
2: yeah.
1: just stuff like that. Cause if I be depressed sometimes, just the other day I was crying cause like somebody was like upset about like something missing in their order, and they like called me a scam, and I was like, I was hurt because I'm like I never want people to think that so. Yeah, like stuff like that may bring people down, or just other yeah. things they may be going through. So you just—I feel like everybody needs to just be pushing each other. That it's like you gonna have your bad days,
0: Very but good way. Did you find that it was something missing, or like how did you? It was.
1: Um, I just refunded her. Okay.
0: Um. So you honestly. The
1: inside of me just went like. Yeah. Mad, to was like, I just try to be understanding. Like, I understand her perspective. I'm person, I'm very understanding. I'm like the mediator in my family. Right. I feel like, like you need to think of what you did this way. You need to think of what you did that way. So, okay. I knew that it was wrong. I knew that on my end. so I just refunded her and stuff and just said like, I apologize for whatever inconvenience and stuff. Yeah. And that's what I do. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm still growing as far as like business aspect. Like, I feel like I got the creative aspect down part of my business. is like I'm still learning, and it is a struggle because I didn't sit down read books like how to start a business or take yeah. business classes like that. I took business law because I was studying mm-hmm. law, but not really on how to do
0: everything from accounting to all that. So I'm okay. still learning. So you still you still in that process of getting in? I mean, mm-hmm. and that's and that's and that's with anything you know where you're growing. I feel like it's a process of growing like we, we kind of talked about the kind of mishaps i had today getting set up
1: oh no but that's fine like <laughs> yeah i'm the type of person i've been in so many shows and something may be going wrong but it's like you just go in there and like what can i do to help instead of i'm to because this oh, is all i hate people like that i really mm-hmm. do it. it i'm really about vibes like some somebody could say could ruin my day or like just throw me off balance but it's like i try to be a person like well, just go help. Like, just see what they need done as far as. Cause I've been in a lot of like events where maybe on workshops or even this. like, I wasn't upset. It's like it's all good. Cause like we are gonna get that nice still opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, when this airs, people that may not know Pitchpots are gonna know it uh-huh. else. So it's like yeah. you just gotta appreciate that more than all the things that go wrong. Cause at the end of the day, everybody is wrong. People make
0: mistakes. Absolutely, absolutely. But you I mean again, like yeah, I me. Mean, I mean that, and that's a part of growing. And I think. We, that's something that needs to be there has something to be said mm-hmm. you know mistakes are gonna happen is it's what you do after that mistake how are you gonna pick yourself up how are you gonna move forward with it mm-hmm. you know and it seemed like that that's what you're doing you're moving forward yeah you're learning constantly on the grind because I think sometimes with you know people as a whole everybody wanted this to fall in their lap mm-hmm. but and then they don't think about okay you, you're gonna miss out on some stuff some grinds happening
2: mm-hmm.
0: everything you know you got to put in for it Yeah. and so I feel that's you know saying that I think you holding that down I think you're doing that
1: Not really. and you this is another thing I feel like I've again, met so many people i see people like and I may have come across people that were super super talented but if they evolve up they sure. just mess out with so many opportunities and lessons because they're looking at it from one perspective right then just all the different angles of how it could help them or or anything It's like I think that's why I've really been Like super super blessed Lately Just yeah. endlessly Like Cause I don't go Into situations With a different mindset I try to be really open And although Sometimes It may not Work out for me I just know It'll make up for it Cause like A lot of opportunities Happen like really
0: like, Yeah And like I mean that's I kind of feel you on that too Is like the vibe thing Cause like As soon as You came up I felt like You were very humble you came up to me like, you know, just start talking to me <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? I didn't feel like, you know, you felt like you were here or you, you I mean, you were very humble, you know, very professional when you talked to me Thank and you. I appreciate I'm all of that. I be thinking I'd be professional. Just, I mean, oh, so I mean, just, just down to earth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> you, you can come to situations where somebody like, oh, you know. Who's this? Who are you? You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But you were just like, "Hey, no, come yeah, here. We can do that." You know what I'm saying? We exchange cards and stuff. I mean, it was real. I mm-hmm. felt the energy. I loved the vibe. And that's why I said, "Man, I got to do something." Like, mm-hmm. like with well, uh, my girl Kelly that I did. Like, I felt her vibe. She was real. Like her vibe was real cool. She an Earth girl, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I was like, she was real cool. You know what I'm saying? Our our, our interview went really well. You know what I'm saying? And okay. I just want to big you up. I want to dig up everybody. That's what I'm saying.
1: That's how it needs to be. And that's the upcoming event. The industry makes it. That's just to dig everybody up. Like, I have all these performers coming from Philly, from Atlanta, just everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to throw some names out because I
0: saw you Uh rocking with Big Sean.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, no. Not like... A list celebrities. Yeah. Like I have like local celebrities, like people who are underground yeah. that are trying to get out there. That's what the industry mix is about yeah. putting people on that aren't in the position at the moment to show everybody their talents. And that's why I have different vendors, stuff, dancers, performers, just all types of people. That's what the industry mixer is just to connect people on this one day event where you get to see so many talents and everybody's just there
0: connecting and networking. Okay. So, tell us to give us some dates and stuff so okay so it's on.
1: next weekend um okay. the 27th that's the industry mixer then i'm having my fashion show the very next day so this event is called pitch posh goes platinum i thought of platinum because silver was my vibe at this time and then it's just a different level up like i went through so much stuff last year like this year i'm just leveling up it don't matter what happened or occurred that tore me down like Fish is gonna flatinum. Like I feel like I'm just in this okay. transition thing. I'm about to move back to Philly, like and really just go even harder than what
0: I was doing before. Okay. So you went back to it. Okay, let me ask you this question too, like about your pop ups, because you know what I'm saying? Like we kinda I think we kinda touched on it earlier, but like how are you getting your pop ups organized?
1: People just come up to me and be like, hey, can you been there at our event? And I'm like, Yeah, I got you. Like, I'll come out. That just goes to networking. I don't turn down nothing. Because it's somebody that's going to be there that don't know what Pish Posh is. And I'm just going to introduce you to it. Like, hey, this is my brand. So I'm always in like, just this last week, I had five, six, seven events. Next, this upcoming week, I got so many events. I got to go out to Winston. Um, just different schools and stuff. They just be hitting me like, hey, do you want to vendor? Or can you show your stuff? I had a high school hit me up from Philly the other day. Like, hey, could you sponsor some design? Even if I'm not getting paid for all of them, I'll still go out. Just to show it because I mean,
0: people don't know
1: what Pitch watch is. Yeah. So and,
0: and it's like, it, and I guess you would say it's advertising. You can write it off as advertising, mm-hmm. no? It's yeah, advertising expense. So I mean, it's all good too. So you're saying basically, you're, with your pop, with the pop ups, people just come to you. You're mm-hmm. not organizing any of these Yeah, not
1: really. I mean, I had I used to a lot in the past, but I haven't had time to really set up. Oh, hey, this is a Pitch watch pop show. I've really just been on a lot of other people's events. I mean, the industry mixer is basically my event, so that's a- Pop up kind of yeah. um, thing. Um, I haven't done an event since the fall, so this is definitely the spring thing. Like, okay. here I am again.
0: So, you said next week is your
1: this upcoming up. weekend, 27th,
0: 28th. And where's it going to be?
1: 503 East Washington. It's in Greensboro um, okay. at the 503 Studios. two day event. Um, and
0: yeah. that G Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's popping out here in this G Bro. But, um, my man's over here telling me we're going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. We're going to still continue to talk a little bit, you know, as far as just the visual thing. But what I want to do, again, is I always try at the end. I try to big up people I'm, I'm with. I want to thank the people who like yourself, money that's pushing the culture forward mm-hmm. and, you know, doing a lot of positive things. And I love your energy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So just, you know, tell everybody how they can contact you, you know. What, you know say so you kind of already went over and tell everything you wanted to do about the mixer just, okay just anything you want to say shout out do it it's you okay floor.
1: um so my instagram is the Posh girl um the apparel one is Pitch Posh apparel my website is www.pitchposhapparel.com. you can reach me my email link is in the bio and also on the website I'm always down for collaborations just anything to expand.
0: Alright, and again, this is how I always End it, my podcast I always say, you know what I'm saying, whatever walk of Life, whatever uh, <laughs> spiritual belief You have Whatever, you, whatever you're whatever going through, always Stay positive, keep it moving And know that, you know what I'm saying, tomorrow going to come So, I want to thank Miss Amani Harris For being a great uh, uh, interviewee for She was cool. I love her vibe. She's doing positive things in the community for us. And uh, she's expanding her brand. You know, she's she's doing a lot of great things. And I just want to thank her, give her a big up. You know what I'm saying? Because she inspired me. You know what I'm saying? So you never know who will inspire you, what things can inspire you. And uh, I just want to thank her. Thank you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We out. E-Ray. Gilgamesh, 777. <laughs> Circles did. Fireside Chats. That's how we do, baby. Yeah. That was cool, man. I, was, I really Lips. loved it. I was really lit. That was kind of official. Yeah. 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 Hey. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, while you're doing your live thing, let's, uh... <clears> That's my Insta Live. The Insta Live? You should bring I in some of your stuff. Um... How your people threw up your stuff. I, like to I I like showing my jacket if you don't mind.
1: Oh no, yeah, go ahead.
0: Hey, could you mind having my jacket right there? This is a piece that I did. Yes, it's the Sumerian. Um I call it my Anunnaki piece. <laughs> my Lion Circles hand painted. Mm-hmm. On the back. A lot of people are doing my IG page, it's Lion Circle. It's the IG page. You can see it? Yes. So what clean. paint do you use? Oh uh, I use this is all acrylic. When I do mm-hmm. uh what is that? I, I feel like Angela's better. Yeah, it does. I, I that's my thing. Like this is like my first time just trying it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was the one I used? Basic? I think I used basic with mm-hmm. this. So I started off just basic, like you said, I kind of went through the whole kind of thing with pictures on my Instagram uh-huh. of how I got to where I got right here with it. But yeah, and then some of it is just like gold acrylic that I went with it too. And then I did my little, my little diamond, LAC diamond right here. Mm-hmm. So how did you come up with the name? Lionhead Circle. Uh-huh. Um, the Lionhead Circle, I actually started in 2001. Yeah. Uh, I have a really good friend of mine, which I'm going to do a podcast with him. named Mr. Eugene Poole Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the first brother to work uh, on a major structural project in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. He did the Capitol. So yeah, how
1: did you it. find out about the DC pop up? Because huh?
0: that's where he was at the DC pop up. Yeah, that hey, was see. Uh, actually I found out about it from guys I work with. that was like, man, you you like because they saw my line had circles. I said, man, you need to. Uh, go and see about this girl named Pishpak. She's from Greensboro, man. Mm-hmm. She do because he just stopped me. Not from Greensboro. Like, oh, he, he said you were out in Greensboro, and he was telling he said she's out in Greensboro, and you need to go, you need to go do this. So I looked up, I, I looked. He showed me your. Uh, I guess he followed you. And he was telling me he's like Booty whoop He her and I was like, all right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check this out. Check out this pop up because I attended a pop up down there in Charlotte at the recess down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, great owner guy named Mark. So y'all ever in the Charlotte area, hit up my man at the recess. It's a nice little cool spot, you know what I'm saying? And um, he actually wants me to do some podcasts down there with him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and everything. But yeah, I did that and I was like, okay. And then I, like I said, I was so inspired, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I have to I had to meet these people. You know, I want you know I'm saying? I love what they doing. I love where everything's going with stuff and then you know what I'm saying? Especially after the whole, like, Nipsey Hustle thing, you know what I'm saying, like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm really, I was really with Nipsey Hustle. I think I was talking to one of your people downstairs, and like, I talk about the digital divide in our communities and stuff like that. How, you know, we, we kind of are the end users, but we're not the creators. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Ollie Gates talked about it on Breakfast Club. Uh, we had other people, you know what I'm saying, I got friends that are, are doing coding and stuff and computer. That, it's so crazy because
1: yeah. I have a friend, her name is Kaylin, she was telling me to come in at this convention where it's like all the black cyber people. Like yeah. all the people who like, they call these hackers. Kind yeah. Of, where they are actually in the tech world type thing. She said it was going to be over a thousand people. She's like, and they're all black. She
0: was like, we really have this whole community that people don't know about. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. Exactly. Because I do automation like, my job job <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like uh, I do automation where uh like I work on fanic toyo pup PLCs and stuff like that and so like a lot of us don't know about these different things called mechatronics so they can get into mechatronics you know what I'm saying stuff like that and because mm-hmm. everybody's not gonna be a Jordan right you know <laughs> what I'm saying everybody 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 ain't got mad handles so oh really you know, and you might have a temperament to doing being a coder or working on something like that. So, yeah, but i always been in the art. Like I said, my friend Gene went to Memphis with him. Mm-hmm. Um, this was probably like 2001 or so. I started the Lionhead Circle brand. I did some shirts and stuff like that. And then I kind of... Fell oh, asleep, wonderful. Uh, life just started happening. <laughs> so then, it just within the last year or two, I, I just think kind like of yeah, not yeah.
1: enough hours in a day to get all the things I want done. Me, I feel the same way. Like I really want to do like um, films. That's another thing. That's why I say it's about kind of all things creative because I'm really about to
0: at this. You, Put it Do you do you ever watch these uh, little skits called like? Is I started watching Big J.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He they from L A. It's like a gang of them, and they do these little skits, and like that's something that I'm kind of thinking about wanting to get into a little later too, mm-hmm. possibly doing that. Well, not probably
1: skits. I just I guess I like two direct more say because I'm I'm a big fan of Spike Lee, um, okay. Alfred Hitchcock. Like I just like. Oh, you
0: want to do some us or get all like, kind of some, stuff? like,
1: yeah, like I like, yeah, yeah. Um, I just
0: like the
1: art in that of. Showing different things on the screen Like how you lay it out how The camera angles and stuff like that
0: Like the cinematography
2: yeah. and everything And I
1: be trying to do that with my little commercials and stuff I be making I've like, seen the I'll commercials like, Hey look, that I'm was lit That was fire Thank though
0: you. That <laughs> was real federal I was like, man, that's federal I like that mm-hmm. I like that It kind of remind me Kind of a little throwback of like yeah. Some kind of 80s But then like he brought it like to the two thousand nineteen. I mm-hmm. yeah, was so cool. <laughs> I loved it. I loved no, it. Bro. yeah, I've it been trying to like in it. I don't. Really have no time. Like, I want to do
1: more. Um, and even for like other people, brands, helping the brand and stuff, just yeah. little small things.
0: Now I did talk like I watched this documentary or a little I guess interview with the guy who does like who created Spawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about something that I thought I thought was really interesting. He was saying like. Everybody has a certain amount of balls to juggle, and he said he found that his was—I think he said five. He said he tried to do the, his sixth thing all together, and then all the balls fell down. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that same way?
1: Like if I was to do a lot of stuff,
0: yeah, crumble.
1: I don't think I'm like—I don't know. Well, this is having good faith. Like no, I've okay. Lately, I've been like. I'm not gonna be a maybe person or I hope or or just saying bad things. I listen yeah. to Dick Gregory a lot too.
0: Okay, yeah, that's
1: so my dude. He always used to say, like, when you say certain things, you're telling all the cells in your body that this is what it is. So I like to say I'm powerful, kinda, of. I could do whatever that yeah. I'm saying. Wow. Oh, I'm gonna get this done. Like and I think it really would happen. It's just So you like can this- happen. My, a lot of people be like Oh, you might be overwhelming yourself. Like, no, I'm not. But it it's the, like, universe, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. get it done. I may yeah. not get it done right away, but I'm going to make sure and strive that I'm going to get it done. Like, I feel like life is too so short to be like, oh, I'm not going to overwhelm myself. It's like, I want to do a lot, and I'm going to try to do a lot before I leave this earth so it could be left here, like, of yeah. all the things I did. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. cool, man. I mean, like I said, it's, it's always awesome. It's always awesome to. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying, just just network,
2: mm-hmm. you know what
0: I'm saying, build with somebody, you know what I'm saying? And you know, maybe possibly in the future we can do something where we, you know what I'm saying, combine the lion head circle, pitch posh, you know. What oh, what yeah. Saying? Let's do it. That'd be cool, we'll you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? I definitely love the pop ups. I think that I think that's real cool because mm-hmm. it gives somebody an avenue and like you said, you didn't have to you didn't start off for a lot. You know, nobody really has to right. start off for a lot, but you know you can get it done yeah i think
1: pop-ups are very good now like after i met the like for the big showing opportunity we sat through a hour panel two hour panel i think and there were like different influencers from like different detroit designers to like puma creative directors and one of them one of the puma creative directors said that for millennials now everybody's on their phone so the storefront it's not really but, worth it, yeah, Pop-up The pop up shops and the online is where everybody's at, and love it. So, I didn't want to storefront at first. I'm still kind of big of it because my dad's trying to persuade me. I think yeah. it'll still be good, but I'm more focused on online and yeah, the pop ups. I like to be able to just pop up in the city, like. And even now, like, not just pop up shops, but, like pop up paint with pitch posh. Like, I've last summer I traveled to different cities to do like paint with pitch posh at the park. Okay. Where I just set up a location. You That's super come. dope, man. Yeah, so, this Def- year. And next
0: year the you do definitely invite me. I want No, come, down. yes. Yep. I'm,
1: I'm trying to figure out my next date for the Greensboro. I'm going to do
0: Greensboro first. Okay. Um,
1: but yeah, I um I made a post like two weeks ago, like hey, what city should coming come? In? I had so I got so many problems from all over. They just like come here, it's Seattle, Wisconsin. This is like yeah. all these random places. But like, I'm definitely going to the more East Coast. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get out soon. I definitely want to
0: hit up Houston. Like, but you got to ride to the west, though. You got to ride right. to the west.
1: <laughs> I haven't been out LA yet. The oh, farthest man. I've been ever is
0: Texas. You got you to gotta hit Southern Cal, you got to hit Northern Cal, because mm-hmm. Bart Sr. is ridiculous, too. I've been talking to my cousin out there, he's in the town, and you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous out there. I, that's my next stop, too, to be in, uh, go back to the Bay
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: like, you know, touch Brown. Oh, yeah, I have been here,
1: yet. hopefully I get there soon, by the fall, maybe. Um, I just wanted to see how it is. Yeah. Got, I've heard a lot of good things, but then also bad. What about Cali? Yeah. What you mean? Like, a lot of people just say they got, like, scammed or different stuff. Same. I hear people's stories of, like, them moving out and stuff
0: there. I, uh, hey, like, I'm going to say this. Callie's great. Don't don't kill me, Callie. I love y'all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Callie, great place to visit, like Biggie said. I, me, personally, I grew up there. I loved it there. Mm-hmm. But I grew up on the Gulf Coast. I love the South. I love this East Coast. Mm-hmm. I like this East Coast South kind of mixture that we get over here. Cause little North. I
1: like it's alright. The South, worry, but I, I love up top. You love up.
0: You love, love up, top. up
1: top. Like it's just a different people. It's more go getters there, more hustlers. Like yeah. me, people think I'm just so like wow, but it's like I'm a normal person when I go up top. Cause yeah. Everybody's. Grinding as hard as I am, I feel like damn, here's a little more slow. So people just like, wow, can't believe she's doing this. It's like,
0: it's normal for me. Do you do you run into this? Because this is something I run into that like, I know in major cities, there'd be no even problem. It's like they don't even question it, like pricing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes
1: I mean, but no, I think that's anybody from anywhere. Some people have it. Some people just may not. Some people will spend their last just for like like yesterday I created these three canvases early in the morning for that art show I didn't have nothing done and luckily some girl was like I want all three and she yeah. really spent her last she was like all I got is this when I worked
0: out a deal with her it was yeah. still the profit but
1: people really be spending their last That's, for it yeah. and she, she from Charlotte
0: well I like a piece that I did and uh, like I do my reprints, I haven't really sold like people have been trying to get my originals, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I gotta start letting them go. I got too many at the house, but I sell my reprints. And it's a lady. She's from the D- DMV area. She's from like um, DC, mm-hmm. and she loves like my female art pictures. She's like, you need to do more female art pictures. <laughs> like, I did one where I call her the Zulu woman, and then I got other one where I call it a sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, she bought... She she She's like, I want the first print. Because I usually do 25 prints, and I don't do any more than that. Mm-hmm. I try to have some uh, exclusivity to people who appreciate my art. So, yeah. I don't want to overflood it. Mm-hmm. I sign. I
1: feel that. I like you know, the little capsule collection type thing yeah. i like doing it too where it's like i'm only dropping a certain amount for whatever gets it gets get it just and that's why i do a lot of one-on-one pieces because people like well. i'm the only person in the world that got this
0: yeah
1: and i try to make them more as detailed than the stuff that i sell to all oh
0: yeah. that's cool so like uh yeah i mean pieces that you still have that you're trying to get out so much. My yeah. inventory is full, cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: but um, it's like but it's old stuff. I'm trying to do new. Yeah. But so that's why I do sometimes auctions to get rid of the old or pop up shops, it okay. down a little. Um, yeah. I got so much new stuff that I want to do. I just so many. I I'm always writing down ideas in my notes. They're just full. Get this done soon. Do that. Do that. Okay. I get inspired a lot when I'm in my Uber ride. Yeah. I just be driving. Well, like, not driving. I be in mean the back of the car just looking out the window and I just see things that just spark in my head. Oh, you got to do this. And I might write it down in my notes.
2: Yeah.
1: It's weird, too. A lot of things come to me in my dreams, too. I might like, wake up in the middle of the night and write something down that I like seeing in my
0: dreams. Like, that
1: was a good idea. It's so crazy, but it be happening.
0: <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny you said that because I was kind of looking at my uh, horoscope and it told me one day, it's like, make sure that. I pay attention to this dream and as soon as I wake up. Write it down. Mhm. And then I came up with a piece that I I did. No, nah, it's, it's, it's
1: a, that yeah. it'd be crazy when it'd be coming. It'd be so good. I I can't even think of. It's hard to remember sometimes. Someone told me I need to start writing down my dreams. But lately, I have been remembering them. like yeah. These past two weeks, but yeah, when it comes to you, I just be like, oh, I gotta do that. That would be
0: such a dope idea. And I got a chance to see some of her stuff, y'all. Mm-hmm. I seen just downstairs. She had like a piece that was really a, had a lot of um, uh, contrast and stuff on it. canvas. It was really canvas, yeah, it was real. People cool. are
1: always like, what is this? A man? Or yeah. I didn't name anything. Cause I like people. I always thought like when you go to the art galleries or
2: mm-hmm.
1: museums um, and you just see something, like, what is this? And people just be standing and just thinking. I want to make stuff like that where you just. <laughs>
0: I yeah, can that's see cool. this I can see that so yeah, yeah. cause like art is you know what I'm saying is interpreted by whoever see it and mm-hmm. like you don't want to tell like if I have to explain my art to you you know what I'm saying yeah I mean it's not it's not really mm-hmm. what I want to do I want you to interpret it in the way you interpret it well
1: some I'll go and
0: explain some I don't
1: like yeah. I haven't had a graphic to and be like well why did you do this way? Like, well this was inspired by this well that's a lot of nothing my art works sometimes inspired by true life events where I just be like <laughs> I'm going
2: through
1: this. This is what I'm painting today. Yeah. This is what bothered me. This is what happened. This is what made me happy. So, yeah, I create all that aspect, too.
0: So, what, what got you into, like, doing the art, though? Was that something that you've always been into? I've
1: always been painting since the first grade.
0: Since the first grade?
1: Yep. I got every award every year. So, Best yeah. artist in the class.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I like I um, said, I love that pitch I stuff. I
1: my first contest in the fifth grade, and I was the youngest um Award winner, I won five hundred dollars for a wow. piece that I did, and I painted it in the fourth grade, but I still had and I submitted it for the a uh, fifth grade competition. Mm-hmm. But I was the youngest, and most of the other artists that won like prizes were like high schoolers, middle schoolers. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and they had they took the piece for like two months, and they, they um had it um, displayed in all the banks like around the city for beneficial bank, like an north bank. Okay. And yeah, like it was lit. I was so excited, like wow! Deadly. and I was yeah. so young. I don't even know where that piece name from, but I—I I remember I called it Indonesia. It was like an Indian girl. Yeah. Um,
2: was it kind like, it was yeah.
1: like it's just a portrait, a random face that came to my head. Yeah. And it's crazy. My dad helped me work I And mean, I remember I couldn't get the lips to look, and he helped me. Like I remember. A little bit. Yeah.
0: So, your <laughs> dad, is dad was a huge uh, influence for you? Yes, as as his
1: hustle mentality is just
0: crazy. And I get a lot of that mm-hmm. from from like like you said. I mean, I seemed to be a strong characteristic in the East Coast, and I'm not, I'm gonna say the South too, I'm, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the East Coast more. It, like y'all got a grind, like mm-hmm. like y'all got a grind like you no know, other. New York, mm-hmm. Philly, DC.
1: It's like uh, everybody just be like I'm getting. I'm making my dreams happen. Um, I ain't working no regular work um, job. Like, that's what my dad, he's had, he's done so much stuff. I remember being younger, like, he's a great salesperson, too. Okay. Just so many different things he could do. And he's also highly intelligent. He just knows how to market certain things, how to maneuver certain things. And that's why, I, like, with the storefront, I was against it, but I know it could be profitable. He used to work at a storefront down in South Street. He was just yeah. grabbing my ear off about a month ago, wanting like five hours, talking yeah. about how he could do it. He took this storefront that he worked at in the early 2000s and had to make a million in one year. That's what's up right there. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go to South Street, same place, right. and we're going to re enact that. Like, I need pish-posh to like, really grow in Philly more because I started to bring here, so I haven't really braided up north mm-hmm. as I had should have.
0: So yeah. I'm trying to get it a good nerve. So you think it you think like because a lot of fashion comes from New York, mm-hmm. and like the East Coast influence or say I would say in the United States, more of your fashion is gonna come from either East Coast, New York or LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but- yeah. I mean but I feel
1: like
0: it like may I not be a big fall. population in yeah. every city, but every city has different styles yeah. and stuff. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Def- Just like, like me and my cousin, we always had this debate about Oakland. First of all, I'm, I'm from Frisco. Uh, we call it sucker free or the city. Mm-hmm. And then Oakland is the town. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like every place is a little different. Like, even in New Orleans and from a little small town. I'm from Pastor where I grew up. And is I'm throwing the name out there. Uh, Robin Roberts graduated from a high school. The lady from Good Morning America, she graduated from a high school that mm-hmm. I graduated, Pastor Shanghai. So like, but it's, it was different swag. Like I can tell, like even through the accents from Mobile, Alabama, New Orleans to Mississippi, is a different accent. Even mm-hmm. from North Carolina, different accent. So yeah, I mean, I, everybody got their own swag. But I mean, for, but, but for the most part. They, they use their own swag, but they use the same kind of stuff. Like, True. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, okay, I got Pish Posh. <laughs> I got the Pish Posh the shoes. Switch it to what we doing over yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I see that too. Like, I see a lot, of, a lot of designers, they'll go to a region and they'll switch up their designs and that, for that certain region because mm-hmm. they know that was popping in that region. Yeah,
1: I'll go back to marketing because some stuff I may not want to do, but I'm like, adjust to They wanted what they want because they want some people just be wanting stuff to say, Pish
0: Posh. Yeah, I had a boy bring me his MacBook just so I could paint Pish Posh on top of it. That's super dope, (laughs) but I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to have somebody just want Mm me. You've you've branded you took yourself to a place where you branded Pish Posh to where people just want to, you know, something to say, yeah, yeah. like Apple. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't particularly. Think Apple's any greater brander than you know Samsung? I'm a, I'm a Galaxy dude. Androids are ugly. Oh man, oh I, I'm a an Android dude. <laughs> I ride with them. messages. i I, I ride even <laughs> <on screen laughs> I rise with them. I ride <laughs> with that Android, oh that Galaxy, that Samsung. But I mean, I'm thinking. But everybody, I see people lining around the corners for an iPod or Apple or you know what I'm saying a. Uh, uh, I mean, they they doing it, you know what I'm saying? They build a brand so successfully, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with jobs in them. They they've really branded that. And I think that was his uh his greatness in branding yeah. something like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that we just need more black people. They we go all the way to the top.
0: All the way. Yeah. But, like, one of the things I find in our community, though, you I mean, you kind of brought that up, is... Like, and and I think the whole thing, what just recently happened, I think it's shedding light on that, like the crab in the bucket or being jealous of somebody like, Mm -hmm. man, I'm like, I see Pish Posh. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm like, wow, this is what I aspire to, to get to my next level. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's a ton of, you know, young people that's looking at you. I don't care what walk of life they're looking at you right now, really. Uh, Imani, they like, man, <laughs> you you really doing it. You know what I'm saying? You really, you really like you saying you got people just want, you know what I'm saying, to get your name on their laptop yeah. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a great space to be in. That's that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? And we just need to support each other. I think
1: <laughs> at first it up. was just like, okay, we want to say don't be crabs in the barrel as far as like people not hating or just yeah. being something negative. You know, people that's doing better. What I'm trying to do is, I'm in a position kind of where it is, uh, there is a lot of influence I do have on people. So instead of being those people like, oh, I'm up here, I forget, I'm just focused on me, I try to, yeah, go back in where you don't have to be a hater. I'm going to help you wherever you want to get to, too. Like, you could be just like me.
0: Yeah. Because you're haters. That's annoying. I'm really (laughs) glad you brought that up because, like, you know what I'm saying? Anybody, like, like, I tell people about, like, I got a sponsorship with Anchor Podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I did a little skit in the beginning, and, like, people ask me, like, so you with Anchor? It's totally free? Yeah, it's totally free. You know what I'm saying? So I, I work with Anchor, and they put me up on other platforms. They, I'm on iTunes, I'm on Spotify. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go to the Lionhead Circles, again and you can hear them, you know what I'm saying? you driving to work. Or, you know, saying you in traffic, especially you in the city, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like you're a major city, you're going to be in the traffic or you have to drive somewhere. You can listen to a podcast, you know, what I'm saying you'd be like, OK, I, I feel, you know, what I'm saying and it's just like that. And like I was helping like like one of your uh, people downstairs to tell them about it. Um The last person, Kelly, I interviewed, she's like, man, I really love the conversation. You were real cool, man. This is inspiring me to go Mm -hmm. talk to other artists that I met in Atlanta. That's
1: like go back to just so many people that just come through complete strangers sometimes. People hit me like, hey, can I meet up with you? Could you help me with some advice? I'm like, sure. And we could just be talking for
0: hours what what are one of the main things someone would come up to you and ask your advice what what do you think i you should do
1: in marketing how did, how did i manage with school because some of them would be students but like how did you manage school with doing the business like don't be afraid to lose sleep um some things i didn't do i think that you now i should have done so i tell them get a planner write things out making sure you're setting reminders um Scheduling out your day if you gonna get this thing. You get this thing, and a lot, a lot. I tell people like, wake up. Sometimes I'll get up six four in the morning. Like okay, I start up, work on these orders. Got pictures, and I listen to Eric Thomas, uh, Dick Gregory sometimes, mm-hmm. Taraji speeches, mm-hmm. Viola Davis, just different YouTube things. I sometimes I won't even play music. I just listen to people talk about you got this. Will Smith. I love the, the Smith stages So motivational. <laughs> um, just, yeah, I tell people that also, I'm like, just find what it is that keeps you going, and then build off of that, like, I know, I just, I don't want to, like, struggle no more, like, that's, like, me. like, yeah. I, like I just look back at my childhood like, wow, like, what you to be here on? today doing this, it's like, wow.
0: But you wouldn't be where you are now, you wouldn't be denying who you are.
1: True, true, but I just don't want to get back to that point, like, a lot of people look down on it, like, I used to feel like, Oh dang, I don't have this To keep up with these people I used to feel like, you know Some type of thing, like I was upset with my dress, Just like thinking back Or just not being able to have what everybody had I didn't get my first iPhone to College <laughs> Everybody had iPhones in high school, I had an intro Like just different stuff like that Like, not saying that you Have to have all, all those things to be happy But it's more of the fact that
0: people that are struggling, like, people just try to belittle you more than what you already are, like that's that's why, right, when you're talking to me right now, I'm even feeling even more as a human being because, like, you're reaching so many people right now, you're gonna reach so many people that's feeling the same way you're feeling, like, you know what I'm saying like, you know, they may not, they may, you know you might have a price point on something that you have later on, with your brand growing the way it is, or somebody may not be able to afford it, whatever, but you were inspiring somebody else. you tell telling somebody you can Hey, look, I came from there. I, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been where you at. So, um, now I'm on a different level, but I still remember y'all. And then, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you're going to have some things at a price point where they can sure. achieve or obtain it. Not
1: even, I think a lot of people just go on the materialistic side because yeah. I don't think I had a bad childhood. It wasn't like what most people had, but... I know my mom, she was spending her last paychecks to make sure I was travelling around the country running track, like paying That's the cool. track meets, hotels. I did Girl Scouts, going up to the Poconos, staying two weeks with a bunch of white girls kayaking, skiing, yeah. doing stuff like that. Like I didn't have Jordan's, the phones, the expensive laptops, stuff like that. But I was doing stuff that everybody in my hood wasn't like when I didn't make it to practice, my mom and me running around the block. Like
2: yeah.
1: when she couldn't get us up to practice, like not having gas money because like where we would practice be like 40 minutes away maybe 30 minutes away but we didn't like she would like really make it work so you know i had that still molded me that just make use of what you have and like make it work and that goes back to how i started like literally i had five dollars went to dollar store on summit got a t-shirt some bleach painted my first shirt flipped it for twenty dollars from there just kept buying more then i got to the hats and just everything like i'm making so much now it's just like wow I can go in, get a bunch of sixty dollar H and M denim jackets, go paint them, and sell
0: them for two hundred dollars. Right? Like, and that's what's up right there. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's that's a story I want people to hear. That's that's what I want. That's definitely when I talk. When I say moving the culture, and in a positive direction, because, I, and I had this conversation with some people. It's like, like I'm pretty much I'm a square ass cat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying people are like oh he talk white or something like that nah, I, be, I feel like
1: I be doing it sometimes yeah. when I'm talking to my friends in my family I'm just like yeah. thanks so much. but I guess it's because I've been in North Carolina in North Carolina and it ain't t some I'm like I gotta be this but sometimes like when I'm just like talking to my friends like what they're like it's so funny like I just have two different things but I be you know I mean we got it we got to we be like the talking white thing it's so funny but
0: that's crazy to me because when I go to the bank they be like no, that was like, Hey, you just talk mm-hmm. like No, my you little bl- sister be giving me she'd be like, What are <laughs> you talking <about> like?
1: <laughs> but it just becomes so naturally now because yeah. when I'm doing business bringing to stuff yeah. and I don't w I, I try to get out that mindset that I can't just be me, a black person. And I did this event last year, last fall, it's called um the thing, it wasn't, oh, I can't even remember the name, but it was my industry mix 2.0. And the thing was like, ghetto, like just appreciating black culture for what we are. Yeah. I'll wear a bonnet to the store. I don't care if nobody's going to see me in a I, bonnet because I my hair is wrapped up and I'm not ghetto. I'll probably be more successful than you yeah. like, doing what I do.
0: So. Being unapologetic. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing. Why are we at being, I mean, we shouldn't have to be apologetic for who we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, other really,
1: cultures. I just don't think you know, people appreciate that. Yeah. Thing. I just, so I was in this event last summer, it was called do Fest, and mm-hmm. a lot of people just kept saying it was ghetto, and it was so wrong. For us to be doing a fashion show as a block party type thing, I was like, "How dare you?" We made it to the shame room. We got so big, and shout out to Do Right Fest—they're expanding. They doing more festivals. They got so many people that that reached out to them, wanted to do it in other cities, and it was just this crowd of black people, just like, "Oh, this is Section Eight. This is ghetto. This is ratchet." It's like, "How
0: dare you, people!" Like, what are you doing? Go into those a little bit. Like, what? What is that? With the the show you were telling me about it.
1: yeah it's called Durac fest um I was Durag. just a vendor on it and they had me do a runway as well too so okay. I just put some models and some stuff cats cast some models I had them I was like we're gonna make this ghetto support like just the idea of our creativeness and just what we do our struggle because that's important like like the lollipops, I had them like doing just like different stuff. I love it. I'm gonna save it though. Okay. Share it. If I save it, that's cool. Forever to save. If they couldn't save, once again, share it. But no, like yeah, just different stuff. Like people yeah. did not appreciate. It. I was so mad. Like I was just going back and forth. People in the shade room yeah. And comments, like, how dare y'all call it actually? Like what? Yeah, that's crazy though. I, don't, I don't really because like-
0: it was a do rag fence. People wearing do rag. So this is ghetto. How is it ghetto? I'm right now, <laughs> but like I said, it's unapologetic. Like, we gotta stop being apologetic for
1: for right. Being people us. having art, they're long yeah. names.
0: Yeah, it's
1: our art. Yeah. Like somehow that then that name is kettle. And I have been a person who used to say stuff like that, but I just think so differently now. Like, wow, I hate myself for being that way. Then not appreciating what black people are. Like just certain things, but
0: that's growth. Like
1: I, I have, I have Like some stuff, okay, I understand. Like, um, I don't know. Some stuff be too extreme, but I want to say it. Be it connects to black people because you have white people who do crazy stuff too, but we yeah. don't call it ghetto.
0: Nah, and and that's a, that's the thing though. We got we got to change the narrative of of our culture and everything that we do is ghetto or urban. Mm-hmm. But like, because even if they don't say ghetto. They'll, they'll put, like, a a, a cliche sh- uh, stamp on it, like, oh, that's urban, or that's street, street or urban, and, like, you know, why is it just art? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to a fine, uh, what they call it, I guess, a fine gallery, fine art gallery, and that's what they were telling me. They were like, well, you know, you're just more of an urban art, and maybe you might want to do murals and things of that nature or whatever.
1: Never I had a guy turn me down on a thing, you Last fall, when I was looking for wow. a venue to do my thing, he was like, "Oh, I don't." He was like, "Oh God, I don't do the the hip hop events because that comes with gang stuff, and I don't have like." I, I was like, "The hip hop events, wait
0: wow. what?" <laughs> you sound crazy. Wow, that's crazy.
1: And it was called the Dinah That's the the venue. He said that, and it was funny to me because he had just had um, what's his name? It was a, a major 90s rapper who just performed there before. He has the KRS-One. KRS-One? Yeah, he had performed there. So I'm like, okay, that'd be a dope venue to do it. And it was nice. But he just like, I don't do the hip-hop right there. Wow. Like, I was like, okay, you're going to miss out on money. Because I was really yeah. willing to pay $4,500 to stay in his face because it was so dope. Hmm. Well, yeah. I didn't follow up. You me a different venue. It's gonna be a dope event. My last event was amazing. It was like so many people connected. I went around to the vendors, got recaps. So I'm like, "How'd you do in sales?" They're like, "Oh yeah, I made so much money." Thank you, dude. They were just so happy. Like, I got a lot of posts after events. Like, thank you for the opportunity. Like, I appreciate it so
0: much. Mm. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. But like sometimes, like that's what I said. That's when you mean your grind. Right. Sometimes that's cool because go through those type of things because, like I said, they make you. They make you sharper. They they sharpen up your edges
2: mm-hmm.
0: and make you, you know what I'm saying? And then, time for them to eat crow. And like I always say, me and my boy, we got a little thing. We say, stay up, Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not really staying up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stay up, King. Stay yeah. up. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I love the 90s. Life. Yeah.
1: That was, just, that was a beautiful
0: time. I wish I could for put it It just began Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely was blessed to be in, like, you know what I'm saying, the golden age of, you know what I'm saying, the hip-hop stuff, I love <laughs> I was... just
1: love the 90s, I just, I used to, it's so weird, and I'm going to tell people in my in my book soon, because I want to write a book. Okay. But um, I used to really be in my room listening to Tupac and crying, because I was just so mad that he was going yeah. Used to be crying in my room by myself, like who did this to him? I used to try to stop. <laughs> who like is, killed yeah. him? I would really write down different interviews of different investigations
0: of what was what, try to figure out. And that's really ironic that you you said you so big old pop because I grew up in the West and I was more like I love big, I love mm-hmm. I love lyrics. I'm a hip hop connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I love. Man, most deaf, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and like, people, a lot of people like talk crap about me when I talk about I like exhibit. Them. No, ex- exhibit. I put exhibit in my top five, mm-hmm. and they be like, Pimp my ride. I was like, Pimp <laughs> <"Am I right?" laughs> I mean, They be calling. Oh, hey, me. look, they go hard to the paint on me, yeah, but I, I love Tupac. I, I tell them, I like, like man. guys. Yeah. I love me. Meek. Meek yeah. is my favorite at this time being. I like Jay
2: Z. Yeah.
1: Um,. I think I'm gravitating more today they just on how much work he's doing in the community, too, like behind the scenes and
2: yeah.
1: stuff. If most people don't know
0: about. Uh, yeah. I actually slept on Jay. when, he, mm-hmm. when Hawaiian Sophie and stuff, I slept on Jay. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I'm saying, the Blueprint and everything else, I was like, yeah, that's what's up on the mm-hmm. Blueprint. That was what was up. That's what I was I was into that. mm mm-hmm. I, mean, I I had to go back actually. But then I heard
1: when, when Nas was beefing
0: like, "Oh yeah. like, wow Yeah,
1: Nas Nas Merkin I read some of the book of when How Their Beef Started was Jay-Z was sleeping with Nas, baby mom Yeah Like, why would you do that? Like, I was reading her, she did a tell-all book Of how she yeah. would be with Jay-Z And then playing with Nas, like, she's dumb
0: But, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes people do shady stuff, man I mean, mm-hmm. humans are human sometimes man. Yeah go around like that and yeah i don't know i they'll ever be i mean they kind of beefing a little bit now though really yeah again yeah they, they but they doing like silent a little silent beef with each other because now it's kind of like little some darts about foxy brown and foxy brown being young like when he no i mean jay-z has Jay. been coming up in the hard yeah you know
1: what? It was R. Kelly case. Yeah, He came yeah. up. They say he's being investigated because there was a young girl that was on a tour back early years. They claimed she went down on Jay-Z or something. Yeah.
2: That's
1: it. Because when they mentioned it, they also said, but don't be too surprised because Jay-Z had two or three cases that were closed outside of court Yeah. minors type thing. Yeah. I was like, wow. And if this was to ever really get out into the public, I see the yeah. black community. Yeah. Y'all just trying to tear us down, but it's like no, y'all. people make mistakes. I oh, gonna not mistakes, but just people do wrong
0: too. Yeah. They could yeah. be doing good yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like the whole pill Cosby thing right? My yeah. cousin, he ain't talking to me about that. right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, he stopped talking to me because he you talk- think he's guilty, right? No, yeah. yeah like like
1: yeah. it's like yeah. some of them may have came out live, but the first story was true. Um, the temple person and yeah. being at temple and yeah. like yeah. Other people came out, even Janice Dickinson said it happened to her. You know, yeah. that was, she was a major top model too. She yeah. worked on America's Model. But you know, Zoe Kravitz's mom left the Bill Cosby show because an incident happened. I'm trying
0: to think who was Joey Kravitz.
1: She was the light skinned one that looked mixed thing.
0: The oldest starter?
1: Yeah. Wow. Something happened. But I'm like, y'all want to think all these white women met lying? Let's think back into this, this, years this, ago yeah. where she left the show because
0: of an incident. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I was like, my whole thing is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even with, they were like, well, nobody forced her. Like, there a lot of arguments I hear from a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, nobody offer her. I mean, nobody forced her to take those. But I'm like, the same argument you give about him, what things he did, like being in a Cosby show. And mm-hmm.
1: It has him, nothing to do with that's yeah. acting. You yeah. still don't know him as
0: a person. Yeah.
1: But it's crazy. I met him one time. You did? Madison
0: Square Garden in New York. Oh, yeah. Philly, yeah. He's from Philly, right? No,
1: this was, he is from Philly. He's he's he grew up in my neighborhood. Yeah. That's where the Fat Albert Story, Richard Allen Project. Yeah. Um, but I met him in New York at Madison Square Garden. I was running the track me and I was like one. So uh-huh. I mean, he handed me like me my
0: trophy type thing. Okay. Like
1: uh, a host kind of thing, I guess.
0: Are we throwing names, y'all? Let me throw But nah, you know, I, I like also, oh, like out of all the people you met, I, I I'm, I'm sorry I I'm not start asking this question. Like of all the like celebrities you met, were you ever starstruck, or who who's the one that starstruck?
1: Big Sean cute, but he shirt, But he was so cute. I was like, Janae, I ain't gonna lucky. Not anymore because I think they over. But yeah, um, A Boogie had a good vibe. But I noticed that a lot of celebrities, they really are good, humble people. It's their entourage that makes you think they're just like yeah. doing because they'd be so hype, like yeah. jealous. I feel like this person gets so much attention like
2: yeah.
1: I give the A boogie with a painted shirt a portrait on him of him on it and like I remember we taking a snap or whatever and this guy had been like oh y'all need to hurry up like you need to hurry up like no more pictures that thing like yeah. he was fine chilling he was happy yeah. he was like oh my gosh I'm gonna frame this like
0: but I think sometimes too they they have those people around them because they are like that. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need a little just bit talking, like that. We were that. in the back yeah. green
1: room, like, by ourselves. Like, yeah. it's, like, uh, not a crowded setting where all these people, like, oh, it's like, chilling. It's just, like, I just... Are you mad? And then even with Davies, I never got to give the deck to him physically. But I had sent a friend to give it to him because I knew yeah. he was going to be in Raleigh. And he was so happy. Like, wow. He even wore it in his music video. Yeah, I
0: saw, I saw, the, 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 yeah. I saw it on your uh, IG with Davey's. But...
1: Mm-hmm, but... His entourage again, them, like, yeah. just mad, being difficult, like, when trying to get it to him to take pictures and stuff. Like, mm. y'all, people are so crazy. Um, Who else? Duchess is really cool. I like her. Um, Black Ink. I think yeah. they her. Have, lot
0: of have stuff. you been down to Charlotte? And, uh,
1: I haven't been to her shop, but I need to go by there. I yeah. really like her.
0: She's so, really cool. That's one of the things I think I'm going to do, too. Like, when, I think on our next trip, we go down to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um. Try to like link up with Marcus at recess. I'm probably gonna go. I want to I want to see her shop
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Talk to her see what's up. She really dope artist. I like her mm-hmm. artwork and stuff too. Yeah, yeah she's cool. Yeah. Love vibe Yeah, that's cool, man um, Who
1: else? I'm trying to think Um, I don't know
0: if you football players basketball. Okay um, Mm-hmm. Are any of those people reaching out to you as far as doing you know, some collabs or maybe possibly? Well, I'm
1: supposed to be collabing. So, one of my investors, his name is Montrezl Carroll. Okay. He plays for the Clippers. All right. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing some collabs. It's just, he's been in season. Yeah.
0: It'll kind of be hard so hard to reach. To
1: but once everything settled down, I'm just going to follow back up with him and just like, you got to get done. Like, he helped me when I was in like a rough patch. Okay. Like, um... Like, had, somebody had, like, came in my apartment and, like, vandalized, like, all my inventory and stuff, so I really fell behind orders. Still to this day, I'm behind orders. still trying to get out the hole, but... Yeah. Yeah. So that goes back to when I was saying, like, I've been through so much, like, within the last year, but just keep moving forward, I think, so...
0: Yeah. yeah. I think Those things happen to to the yes. best of people, man, but... Yeah. Keep it moving, man. Man, oh, man. Well, my, my kind of guy was, uh i'm a nerd george lucas <laughs> I'm, i was working in frisco then
1: he's an actor
0: he's like george lucas is star wars indiana jones oh <laughs> or mm-hmm. lucas films. yeah he just sold to disney for like billions mm-hmm. but nah i met him and it was like it was crazy because you know so i met him and well i'm gonna talk about him first and then uh, i met him i was probably like 18
2: 19
0: mm-hmm. um metreon. They had just opened it that summer, and uh, I got to meet him, and I was working as uh, a extra for the mm-hmm. so, where the Wild Things are. Where the
1: Wild Things You was an extra?
0: Well, they had like an attraction... And, like, I was one of the helpers. Mm. Like, you, at the beginning, like, sometimes I did a little spill at the beginning when they go into the room, everything transforms. Then you go through the little attraction, push buttons, and all these little mm-hmm. stuff happen. It's a big monster at the end. And then at the gate, I was at the gate, kind of like Chuck E. Cheese-like thing where the kids would get stamped. So I had to make sure stamp mm-hmm. their stamp matched the parent. and. Uh, this was the weekend before the actual grand opening, but they had a lot of people who were, anybody who, because it's a Sony complex, so anybody who was related to Sony or something like that got to go there, and um, they, that weekend, so George Lucas walked up, and they kind of told us, like, don't interact with them, so you can't talk to them, but they have to engage in conversation with you first, mm-hmm. so he comes up, and he starts talking to me, he's like, he's like an amazement, I'm amazed at him, he's an amazement of the attraction, like of everything going on he's like wow just i felt like i just walked into the book and we got talking and i'm like kind of starstruck and I, I know it's crazy but i was like george lucas was my dude and then mm-hmm. charlie murphy Charlie, i met him when i was in tempe i went to one of the, uh the improv and it was the end of the set and show and he walked up to me and i think he thought i was a wee dude <laughs> He was like, "Hey, you got some uh, bomb?" I was like, "Nah, I ain't got that, bro." <laughs> I ain't got oh man, it was crazy, but he was cool. He was cool because he was actually, you know, his He was talking about like the Tenderloin, which is a spot in Frisco. It's like, uh, it's like the, it's like a high drug infested area where mm-hmm. it go down, like Red Light District. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about. He said he knew he got big when he was in the Tenderloin and he walked over a, a bum or something and they were like and they went back to oh, sleep. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, that was cool. But yeah. But uh, Imani, I mean, I mean I, I'm so glad. Oh, you cool, you cool. In Korea. Yeah, I'm nah, we cool. But I mean, you know, uh, I appreciate your time and stuff, man. You're
1: welcome. I'm excited,
0: man. You're man. This is excellent. I mean, I love all our time we had and everything like that. Appreciate you giving me your time and everything. And man, it couldn't have went better. I was so I was kind of nervous about how things were gonna go. Why? And then I was nervous, like man. Hope you know said, but you just turned out to be such a wonderful person, Um, man. If if y'all don't have pish posh. Y'all need to y'all need to support just on on her personality and love. I mean, even though her stuff is great, I love her artwork, her clothing, everything like that. Y'all, y'all need to hit her up and support her. She really dope, man. She's a really dope individual. Thank you. Really dope. Oh oh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hawaiian Head Circle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying CEO, of the Lionhead Circle. We we out here trying to do it. You know what I'm saying, uh, like to say, Six Twelve Grove and Laguna, ten toes down all day. <laughs> ten
1: toes down.
0: <laughs> ten toes down. Um, thanks. Uh, I really do. I really do thank you, Monty, uh, for all your time.
2: You're welcome.
0: And I know you're really busy, so I won't take too much more of it. So I'm gonna wrap this whole thing up. Okay. And uh, and just keep giving you love. All right. We out. Head Bye, again.
1: guys.
0: This is this is E Ray, aka Gilgamesh. I'm out again. You know what I'm saying? Peace, love to all y'all.